Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this episode of We're Not Fucking Historians. I'm Shane Todd. And I'm Hazel Hayes. And every time you say that, it does sound more and more like we're not fucking historians. I know, I think that too. That's the way I read it. But yeah, true yeah. on both counts. Yeah. I, only, I can only speak for myself. <laughs> I mean, to my knowledge, I'm not currently fucking a historian. I mean, I am hanging about museums and revealing in revealing outfits, but yeah. <laughs> Hazel, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I've travelled over to do the podcast, as I do. Yep. You know, I travel over from Ireland. You live in London now, so let me ask you, what do you miss most about Ireland and what do you not miss about Ireland? Gosh. Isn't that a, that's a big that's question a to go in. That's a huge question to kick off the yeah, day. Yeah, but make um, it something like silly. Don't make anything like... Oh, don't serious. actually say something. Grim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I miss? Yeah, what's one thing you miss? The beach. What? The beach. Yeah, but I mean, that's not really like an Irish thing. It is. They don't have beaches in London. That thing on the Thames, that little bit of sand. What about? The grey sand. That's not a beach. Well, (laughs) I I certainly bought a parasol down there, so. No. What about uh, South End? South End on Sea, mate? No. It's not a beach? Uh, It's very far away. I disagree. I I miss being 10 minutes drive from Dollier, and I miss, uh, you know, like fish and chips on the beach. I miss the Macari's. Right. I miss Macari's specifically. Okay, and what do you not miss? I don't miss how appalling the public transport is. Right. Like when you think about it, the dart really just does that one line down the edge mm-hmm. of the coast. Yeah. But if you want to go anywhere inside of that, you're fucked. Well, you love beaches so much. Why would you want to go anywhere <laughs> I inside? I personally wouldn't. <laughs> I just go up and down Donnybrook, Bray. Yeah, public transport in Ireland's kind of like, you know, we'll we'll get there when we get there. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I do enjoy I do enjoy the tube. As much as I complain about it, it is nice that there's just stops everywhere. These well, weren't particularly funny answers, I'm sorry. I'm not a comedian. Well, <laughs> beach actually was a great answer because oh. this is my episode where I am, you know, the expert this time. Yeah. I've got a subject and it couldn't be more related to beaches and water if it tried. <laughs> HMS Titanic, what oh, do you know? Wow, what do I know? I mean, probably more than a lot of other topics we've discussed. Okay. Um, but a lot of it is based on James Cameron's film Titanic, yes. obviously. So You're a fair weather Titanic I fan. I am, I am. And a lot of you are. Unlike me, who is <laughs> a massive SWAT for all things Titanic. Wait, before this episode? No. 
<laughs> what about what about like half an hour ago where someone in the production team mentioned an episode we'd done and then I, I had no had knowledge no about idea. it and it was me being the expert we, they brought up Brian Baru yeah and I was like that, that's the, the Battle of Clontarf dude and I you were like I don't know I thought it was a new fella started working here I don't once I <laughs> once I leave this studio it's all gone. information I do feel like that I cram for these like I used to cram for tests I haven't felt like a student in so long and then the information is just gone about yeah. four days later Whenever I like travel home, like whenever I fly home, and you know you take all the stuff out of your pockets, go yeah, through yeah, customs. Yeah. Yeah. That's I leave my knowledge there as well. <laughs> I leave my knowledge in a sep. They go, you got to nice. bin all liquids that are over hundred mils, yeah, and also any history knowledge that you've learned. But listen, <laughs> we got to talk about the Titanic. Let's do Let it. me take you back to 1912. It's over hundred feet longer than Mauritania, and far more luxurious. Your daughter is far too difficult to impress, Ruth. <laughs> So this is the ship they say is unsinkable. It is unsinkable. It was a time of optimism. Was it? In Britain and Ireland, it was, yeah. Industry was thriving. All different industries, you know, you've got shipbuilding, you've got multiple other industries. Yeah. Coal, linen. (laughs) What other industries were people in? I don't want to help you because this bit is very funny. Um... Linen, coal, linen shipbuilding. Co- Mostly it was linen leather. and coal, I would say. Leather. leather yeah. A lot of leather getting <laughs> yeah. produced in England at the time, was yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so there was also uh, there was also home rule, political and military crisis yeah. in Ireland at yeah. that time. Oh, we're coming up on the rising, so yeah, yeah. And people left school at 13. Oh. So a lot of idiots walking about. <laughs> <laughs> and women were second class citizens. So not, not much has changed. Well... Amen, sister. So, shipbuilding. <laughs> now, I'm from just outside Belfast, and we were absolutely killing it. Not a great choice of words, with hindsight. We were absolutely killing it when it came to shipbuilding. Yeah. We were knocking it out of the park. If you needed a ship, you gave my mates a shout. Yeah. Back in the day, we built you a ship. Say no more about it. So, the Titanic derives the name from the Titans of Greek mythology. It was built in Belfast, and a lot of people do know that, and we celebrate it a lot. We have the Titanic Visitor Center, we have the Titanic Quarter. And when you hear what happens to the Titanic, if you didn't already know, it's very weird that we would celebrate it. There's no one listening to this who doesn't know what happened to the, t- the Titanic. Also, um, isn't it a bit sad that every Every monument, everything that Ireland celebrates is a fucking tragedy. Yeah. Do we have anything that ended well? No. I can't think of a single thing. No, even Westlife, you know, you know, we still celebrate Westlife? the guys, but when Brian left... So not the same. Michael Flatley, same. can't celebrate him anymore. Why? Has he done something? No, he hasn't. Oh, no, no, God. he hasn't done anything. Oh, He's just, just a bit of a Muppet, isn't he? Because he left Riverdance and he went off to start his own gig, Lord of the... Lord of the Dance? Not Flies, Dance. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Michael yeah. Flatley stars in Lord of the Flies, a one-man play where he plays every role. All of them. I'd go see it. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, well, look, we celebrate it in Belfast because it was a big commission. It was a big commission at the time. There was three Olympic-class ocean liners that were going to be built. The first was the RMS Olympic. Now, only like weird shipbuilding guys listening are going to go, oh, yeah, one of my oh, favourites. Yeah. Uh, there was another one and a third one. Oh, the other one was HMS Britannic. Oh. And then we had the Titanic. Okay. The Titanic, how many feet do you reckon? Length. Have a guess. How long was the Titanic? Yep. Don't say three and a half hours. 12,000 feet. 882 feet. That's, mine was and way nine too inches. long. Yeah. Mine was way <laughs> <Yeah>. too long. <laughs> How many tons? Give it a guess. 
Oh, 50. 46,328. I'm not good at any kind of measurements, clearly. Now, you, <laughs> you see ships, like cruise liners nowadays, they're way bigger, but at the time, the Titanic would have blown people's mind. All three of these ships had 10 decks. We had 833 first-class passengers. Right. Cha-ching, they're, lo- they're loading yeah, yeah, yeah. it. 614 in second class and 1,006 in third class. So there was 2,453 people on the Titanic. First, second souls. and third class. Why do you always hear it referred to as souls when it's a ship? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there were 2,000 souls on the Titanic. Yeah, nothing good ever happened to whenever, souls. Yeah, right. Whenever you hear souls, you're <laughs> yeah. like, well, that's not going well for them. Is yeah, it? If twi- we're not calling them people anymore. No, 12 souls didn't win the lottery in a syndicate. Exactly. So the Titanic was built in a dry dock in Belfast that you can still visit today in Harland and Wolfe shipyard it cost how much do you think it cost to build oh look I've got them all so fucking wrong so far how much did the Titanic cost uh, Jesus 100 grand 3 mil 310 million in today's money the main guy that built it was called Thomas Andrews well I was going by their money then oh their money then 3 million which in today's money is 310 million that's ridiculous I know that's ridiculous I know how much were they expecting to make off it? Clearly more than 310 million. Yeah, I think they were expecting it to have to, to have do more, more than more, one trip. More than the one yeah. voyage. So we oh. built, Harlan and Wolf in Belfast, we built it um, and I have a big, get right for this, this is the first story I think where there's a BFL, a big family link. <laughs> this is it. This okay. is it. My granda worked in the shipyard. He worked in Harlan and Wolf. Stop it. Yep, correct. I love that. Yeah. So he kind of contributed to No, 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 years no. after it was years after it was built. Oh, okay, okay. You didn't say so he didn't help build the Titanic. Well, I think his I think the <laughs> legacy <laughs> I, I was think, thinking uh, geez, he must be quite old. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. granddad was born in nineteen twenty one. Yeah, well relatively he isn't an old guy, but no, he yes, I do have a deep family link to the Titanic and that is my grandfather worked at a shipyard where they built the Titanic. Where they built it, but after they built it. Ye- decades okay. later. Great. In no way, that's contri- a link. No, I'm going to call that a Some would say link. in no way he contributed the the Titanic, but those who saw him work would say different. <laughs> Such was the mastery of his work, and he worked in the canteen. But uh, another fact is, this genuinely, Mike Granda, who was let's just say a bit of a character. What was what his I mean, name? Dennis. I'd like to just refer to him as Dennis now. Please. What I mean by that is, he was a thief. He was a bit of a character. <gasps> he was a thief, and he stole a roast turkey that was uh, meant for the Queen. That's. Irrelevant. Fair and no to way him, related I to the Titanic. Fair I don't. I don't think there was an anti-British element to it. I think it was more no. just a hunger motivation. Just the chicken. Yeah, love it. Um, and the big thing people say about the Titanic with Belfast, uh, the the defence that Belfast people give of the Titanic, obviously it sank, is it was grand when it left here. That's the big line <laughs> people say. It's fine. Last here. time I saw it. Yeah, here it was all right when was, it left. Wasn't a bother on it. And it got from Belfast to Southampton, no bother. Do you know what? It was fine. Yeah. Like it was doing well. Going grand. That iceberg was unfortunate. Yeah. It could be argued. Yeah. It could be argued. And I know that there was all those problems with how it was made, but it was floating. Yep. It was floating when it left. Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the maiden voyage. It went from Southampton to New York. So well, a lot it of. didn't, did it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> the thought was there. The thought was there and that's the main thing. It's a thought that counts. So it went from Southampton, the idea was to go to New York. 100,000 people waved it off. That's what, see back in the day. I know, there's nothing else to do. Do you, like imagine if I said to you now, right? (laughs) Imagine if I said to you, after this recording, 
there's a boat 50 miles away that's going to go somewhere <laughs> we're not going anywhere on it yeah, yeah, yeah. but do you want to go and wave at the people that are on it 100,000 nerds went down to wave Absolute a ship off yeah. <laughs> I went on a cruise once and no one came to wave that off no um, coal was used to fuel the Titanic's engines uh, but before they could be fired up the workers had to use 22 tonnes of soap to make sure it could slip into the water smoothly. 22 tonnes of soap. Sorry, what? 22 tonnes of soap. What are you talking about? Hold on. Coal was... That was a weird sentence. Coal was used for the engines. Yep. But separate to that, on the outside of the hull, they had to soap it up. Like when you get your head stuck between the banisters (laughs) as a child. (laughs) I picked your head and had to soap it up Did together. Did you ever get your head stuck in the bandage? Yeah, and then I just like removed it with a. No, once it's in, it's in. How often? You said that you said this like it happened so more than once. Every child in the family got their head stuck in those banisters at some point or other, and all my cousins. As like a ritual thing, like, people I get to a certain know, age just, in your family. It was a curiosity. Like at some point, you reach the age where you go, "I wonder if my head could fit in that banisters." It can. That actually did happen to me in Tenerife. See? Yeah. Sorry. Wait. How old were you? I don't know. Twenty-three. <laughs> this was last week. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they had to soap it up. They had to physically soap it up to get it into the water. Uh, It weighed uh, 24,000 tonnes when it was launched, but it weighed more than that when all the passengers were on it and there was more stuff on board, making it one of the largest man-made structures of its time. Wow. So at the time, this is huge news. Huge news. They're launching a boat. That was front page news. And it was sort of the... It was like, it was science. People loved it because it was like such a scientific thing that they had this size of boat. Man could build this size of boat and send it from Southampton to New York. It set off on the 10th of April, 1912 from Southampton to go to New York. Everyone's buzzing about it. Everyone was there. In today's money, how much do you think it would have cost? They've worked it out. I think we've established I'm not going to get this question right. (laughs) So in in their money, it was five pounds. That's how much it costs for a third class ticket in today's money. What are you saying? Well, if three mil was 300 mil, then the the maths would seem to suggest that it's 500. 500 (laughs) pounds. Yes! I got it right! That's actually, it's quite a lot of money. It's quite a lot of money. 500 for a person who does not have a lot of money. Yep. Uh, but also, and this is the thing, later on we're going to talk about how the movie, there's a lot of myths in that that yeah, just were not true, but obviously they're making a movie. And one of the things that in third class, you were basically like in a cupboard. You know what I mean? Like third class was brutal. Conditions were cramped. They made it thing. look like an absolute knees up. The reality was third class was actually quite luxury. Like the people would have really enjoyed it. It was spacious, oh. hot and cold water. Oh, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even expect that now if I was on a cruise. I mean, if they just said, Shane, we need to have a talk about your standards. <laughs> if they said, listen, there's only cold water, you pay extra for the hot. I'd go, I'd be fine with that. So what I'm saying is, you've, you've been taking Ryanair flights too much. That's your yeah, problem. Yeah, that's true. You've got thousands of people on the Titanic. Okay, majority of them are going for a new life in New York. Lovely. Um, which oh is oh god, actually no, I just there's so them. much optimism. Now, no spoilers. Yeah. But we'll pick this up after these messages. Okay. Let's just say, don't get your hopes up. No. Imagine 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So welcome back to the second part of my Titanic story. So, what have we, where are we at, Hazel, so far? She's been looped up and slid into the ocean. Take her to sea, Mr. Murdoch. Let's stretch her legs. Yes, sir. Southampton, away we go. 100,000 people waving it off. Yeah. You know, probably too enthusiastically. You're like, just chill out. You know what I mean? Calm down, go home. Yeah, they're still waving. It's like three miles out. <laughs> Like to see you're like go home and do something yeah, else yeah. but these people love it there were some very famous people on board including uh, JP Morgan who owned the Titanic JP Morgan yep the bank guy wait did he <laughs> survive well here's the thing oh I don't wanna he was scheduled to be on this maiden voyage right but he cancelled at the last <gasps> minute and there's all these conspiracy guys going oh, he's got something to do with it but apparently the big man just had like a bit of a chest cold he's like listen yeah, I'll sit it there out there must be so many stories of people who couldn't make it that day or almost bought a ticket and didn't there was 50 people 50 passengers that cancelled for various reasons yeah but they're just the ones who had a ticket and cancelled think yeah. of all the people who also were going to go or couldn't buy a ticket for whatever reason yeah. maybe they couldn't get the money together Yep, and they're like Thank fuck. Yep. Well, J.P. Morgan owned the Titanic. Crazy. And and couldn't be there, but some of his rivals were on board. Some some other bank guys. So there was there's we're, we're not time to go into this. Okay. All, okay. Okay. But the first three days of the voyage um, are fine. 
Plain sailing, you might Plain say. Plain sailing, the open sea. Blue skies. There's the surf machine up on the top deck. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you want to do a bit of surfing. Yeah, yeah, they you, have a cinema on board at the time. There's a cinema. Yeah, you're, yeah. What are you, Flubber, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. All the movies of the time. <laughs> all the 1912 movies. Yeah. There's a concert. Oh. Steps. I'm really glad they had a nice few days. Yeah, it was. It couldn't have been better. Great. It oh, couldn't really have been glad. better. Okay. And were there dogs on board? Sorry, that's a weird question. <laughs> yeah, I also obviously don't I know just... the answer to that. <laughs> also... This is a very sad tale. Oh, why don't we just add the death of dogs into this to, to take it down a notch? Oh my god, I really surprised myself. Do you know what I'm going to do? No, based I... on nothing, I'm going to I'm going to officially say there were no dogs on board. No, there, there were was. because there are in the film. Uh, no, Shane, what happened? I want to walk you through my process. My brain Please was don't. like, I just hope that they had the nicest possible time before they died. And then I thought, what would I want? And I thought a nice dog. But then I forgot that the dog would also die. <laughs> So if anything, I hope there weren't dogs on board. I feel I need to make something up. There was a separate dog rescue boat. Okay. Uh, and they were all fine. Great. They were all fine. Here's the thing. It was not uncommon for accidents and things to happen below deck that the passengers would know nothing about. Ten okay. days before the ship's departure, there was a big fire in one of the coal bunkers. And like it, it burnt and burnt for several days into the voyage, but the passengers didn't even know anything about no it. No way. So there was all these big ships and all this stuff was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like sometimes you're on a flight and the air stewardesses and stuff are like, yep, yeah, everything's <laughs> all good and stuff. And then you hear them go, there's no hot chocolate. There's, we've run out of hot chocolate, but they don't want to announce it to the whole plane. But you know, when you're looking at other people, like trying they're to communicate. Panicking. They're panicking. Yeah. So you're like, oh, can I get the hot chocolate? There's no problem, is there? Well, then I'll take a hot chocolate. <laughs> I'll take a hot well, chocolate, you'll have, you'll have one as well. Yeah. This lady next to me will have one as well. Hot chocolates sure. for the plane. All round, I'm buying. I'm buying. So there, look, there's a lot going on, but it's never really cause for alarm. Okay. Plus, the captain knows what he's doing. He's very experienced. There's lookouts all the time because they know they're going to be going through icy waters. Oh, but there is that famous sort of phrase, whatever, that, that the Titanic was unsinkable. But they said, here's the thing, in defence of the guys who built it, they said... It's basically unsinkable. <laughs> it's more or less unsinkable. More chances are it's unsinkable, yeah. but it might be sinkable. They misquoted and it was. them. I think they misquoted them. So, um, so they knew <laughs> that they were going to run in dicey waters, but they thought, listen, it's it's going to be no problem at all. So the Titanic was planned to arrive in New York, Pier Fifty Nine, of the morning of the seventeenth of April, and in the Nantucket Shoals, that's that's the area where they hit the iceberg. Mm. Um, they they hit it now. It was sort of thought that the Titanic was big enough to absorb hitting an iceberg if they hit it straight on. That's a, I don't know if that was ever. But we all know from James Cameron's film Titanic that it didn't it, hit it straight it on. It did not hit it straight on. No. It hit the side and it slashed a massive fucking hole down the hole, didn't it? There was warnings. The other ships oh. were basically giving them a heads, you know, WhatsApp or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. lads. Yeah, you know, keep this an eye out. keep an eye. Why out weren't they keeping an eye out? Just the eyes emoji. And then, and then ice. The shifty eyes emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in a place called the Grand Banks of Newfoundland, uh, the captain Edward Smith chose to ignore these warnings. Bring on the icebergs. We don't give a fuck. We'll put them in our sherries. That's what he said. Do you yeah. buy some sherries? I don't know. Margaritas. <laughs> uh, at 11.40 on the 14th of April, the lookout guy was called Frederick Fleet. He spotted an iceberg immediately ahead of the Titanic and alerted everybody. The first officer ordered the ship to be steered around the obstacle, which I think is quite sensible. To be like, listen, yeah. giant iceberg, mom will just swerve around it. But they would have been better off if they just gone straight ahead. Well, this is apparently so. They go into like panic mode basically, but it's too late. 
the starboard side of the Titanic hits the iceberg, creates a series of holes below the waterline. Um, and now here's the thing. Which is not where you want the holes to Absolutely be. Absolutely not. You'd rather the holes were above the water. One in the anything. blowhole thing? Yeah, yeah, fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's called. I don't know anything about ships. But, uh, but and tell, tell me this, Shane. Is starboard left or right on a boat? It depends what way the boat's facing. I see. It could be your left or my right. Who knows? Wow. Um, but people <laughs> didn't know. People didn't know the, the damage that had happened. And in so fact... they must have felt the impact. They felt the impact, but there wasn't like a sense of panic. Oh, there wasn't a sense oh. of panic at all. I think it was around midnight. They knew like this whole thing is going down um, and water starts spilling everywhere. Now, there's a myth here that stuck with me throughout the film that always pissed me off and made me go, oh, that made me really angry. Was it and Billy that, Zane? No, well, I, I actually thought he was great in it. Oh, he's wonderful, but like what? He was a prick. prick. Yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> he's one of the historical pricks. Absolute the guy he played, historical. not Billy Zane. Yeah. Who I'm sure is a lovely guy. But the the myth was that all the third class passengers got kept below deck and they were locked in. Yeah. Didn't happen. That didn't happen. No. What happened was, uh, by the way, as it starts going down, they get yeah, the lifeboats yeah. ready. Um, to have lifeboats for everyone they on board. They have enough lifeboats. They would have need double the lifeboats for the amount of people that were on board. Because obviously it's going to go down on one side. Yeah. So it wasn't possible. But the lifeboats were nearer to the first and second class cabins. Okay. Those people, just because of where they were, happened to get on first. O- only about a third of people could be accommodated in the lifeboats. Um, so at about 10 past two, uh, two and a half hours after they hit the iceberg, the rate of sinking like suddenly Jesus. goes and it ducks underwater. Also, there's an account of the main baker on the Titanic because, you know, people want those croissants. They do, yeah. This, apparently, there's just this fat guy who's a baker who's blocked at the time it went down and he gave an account where he said he just stood on top of one of the railings, which, by the way, in my logic, this is what I would do. Yeah. He just waited till the last... He just kept, like, climbing up and yeah, he waited yeah. till it went yeah. down at the last minute. Then apparently, and there's eyewitness accounts for this, apparently, as it goes down, he just like goes into the water with it, doesn't get his hair wet, and then just swims for a bit and eventually got a new boat. But I don't know if that's true. There's so much of this that like, it's people giving their own accounts of it. So you're going, you're just, this is bullshit. Um, If he survived, then he, I mean, he did that. Yeah, he survived. So yeah, people think the ship sank in one piece, but uh, it, it fully broke in two. Any passenger that didn't go out in a lifeboat, we're in the water, but it was minus two. So apparently you could only survive for like 15 to 30 minutes. Oh my God. Around 4 a.m., the Carpathia? Carpathia? Carpathia. Aye, that one. Uh, arrived on the scene in, in response to Titanic's distress calls. Which, by the way, that's after the horse is bolted. Yeah. Don't arrive at 4 a.m. Oh, uh, emergency, is it? Yeah, when we phoned you three days yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. But... Apparently the thing with that was, so the Carpathia was a smaller ship and they didn't know the Titanic was the Titanic. They thought it was a far smaller ship because of, it's something to do with hot air. Don't ask me what it is. It made the Titanic look smaller than what it was. So this other ship is like, I don't know, four miles away or 400 miles away or some shit. And they got the distress calls, but they think it's too dangerous if there's ice we're going to go and try and save a few people that are on this. They don't know it's a Titanic. So their captain basically made the call not to go. But then when he found out it was a Titanic, he said, listen guys, I fucked it big time here. Oh God. Big time. 710 people survived uh, and about 1,500 lost their lives. But some people did, obviously in rescue boats and stuff, they eventually got to New York. And my hope is that some of them got pints. Do you know what I mean? Oh God, you'd hope so. At least I mean? a hot toddy with a little blankie in the hotel. How long do you leave lobby? it before you go, listen, 
I know this has been a nightmare, oh, but not long at all. Not long at all. Is there stout in the aftermath? Um, the, the there was an investigation like the week it happened because there was so many rumours of mismanagement. White Star, who were the owners of the Titanic, uh, got sued for negligence, and there was big investigations into them. But they were they were cleared. Mm. There was insurance scandals, and um, yeah, there was there's loads of myths about the Titanic. There's so much. There's so much that I never really have known which bits were true and not. Promise me now, Rose. And never let go of that promise. The lasting thing with me is, the, you know, when they're don't, when they're in the water. Shane, I'm not having this discussion. When again. they're in the water. I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Yeah, there's completely room on that. There's yeah. there's completely room on that bit of wood. Ample room and. It's bothered me to this day, like obviously not as a story because it's not true, but as a filmmaker, I just feel like I just said to the props department, "Smaller." Could you get us a smaller bit of wood? Because I just feel like it's quite integral to the story. Like we've got three hours we spent with these people, yeah, and now she's going to go. Sorry, there's no room on the bit of the plank. Like just get a smaller plank so that there is no room. Yeah, her raft was half the size of the Titanic. Which is crazy, you know, there was definitely, there was enough room. He could have fit. He could have fitted. But look, here's the thing, the movie, which is what how people get most of their yeah. knowledge from it, grossed 1.8 billion. Huge. What about that? And um, yeah, okay, the main takeaway from this is she should have let him on to the raft, Leonardo DiCaprio. She should have let him But um, here, here's a story you might enjoy. Yeah. Went to go and see Titanic. Yeah. When I was younger. Yeah. And uh, I was like two, Titanic might have been a 12 um, the film. What was it? Ninety-seven. I th- remember there, there was bucking in the car. Remember? There was a bit of bucking in the car. That's yes, right. The old hand on the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lovely, and it slides yeah. down. Though. That's a lovely sex scene, actually. Yeah. As the they bucking as in they the car. Go. Yeah, I think it was yeah. quite romantic. Yeah. yeah. Not when you call bucking in the car. Not when you say bucking in the car. No. But yeah, we went to see that in York Gate Cinema, and um, I think it was a twelve. Um, my mom said, "No, here's the date of birth you're going to have to give," because I was maybe like yeah. eleven or ten or whatever. And uh, my mom's like, "Here's your date of birth," and I would recite it back to her because we we're having a meal beside the cinema. What's your date of birth? I would give it. Yeah. Your date of birth. Give yep. it. Kept going and going. Got up to the, the thing of the cinema. <laughs> the guy working there goes, "What's this man's date of birth?" I just gave my genuine date of birth, and he's like, "I can't let you in to go see this." You're such a liability. Yeah, we went to see something else instead. So did you not see it in the cinema? I saw it years later. But not in the cinema on the no. big screen. Shame. No, 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 I know. I know. It's the only good thing about that film really is seeing it. I loved it. I was a stupid little hormonal teenage child woman who had so many feelings. Yeah. So many feelings. And I remember... So firstly, I went to see it three times. Weird. Um, yep. No, crazy. I had a Titanic poster in my room for many years. I asked the cinema, could I have the poster that was up outside when, oh, you, when you're done with it? And they gave it. I had, I had the cinema poster. It was fucking enormous <laughs> in my tiny... 50 feet by 20. Yeah, yeah, in my tiny purple bedroom. <laughs> it took up like the whole wall. And... I distinctly remember, this is so embarrassing, on one of the viewings, and we sobbed through most of them, right? Just, yeah, I, I just did too. sobbing. I turned to a friend and she like gripped my hand and I gripped hers. And I said, it's just that it actually happened. 
happen. <laughs> and we just sobbed and sobbed. And like, it didn't, it did actually happen. But not the way but the Rose Drew Bacader is not a real person. Yeah. And that love story is not real. Yeah. But I really, I really struggled with it because I, I couldn't, most movies I'd seen up until that point in my life had been fictional. And here I was watching an actual, like these people were drowning and freezing. And I was like, that did actually happen though. Yeah. Well, the last myth I want to leave you with is excellent. Um, yeah. The because, like you say, the movie is what people think happened, and the the only thing is like the movie is the the Titanic sunk. That's the only <laughs> similar thing that happened. But the big myth is that as the the ship went down, the band continued to play, yeah, and they played a hymn as the ship went down. Is that true? Bollocks, Shane. Imagine you're in a band and someone goes, "Mate, do me a favor." <laughs> when you're trying to like get off and save your life, go. Any re- are you taking requests? <laughs> oh my fuck! I'm trying to not die. Of course, the band didn't contain. I think they knocked out one song. Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh no way. Two days. <laughs> oh, I thought that was. I thought that was really no, beautiful. That didn't happen. They were like, oh, we're going to die anyway, so we'll die doing what we love. Yeah. No. no. They played one song. They did play him, but they didn't play. As it was going like down. Yeah, of course, because of course they did. Didn't. They, did they survive? The band and the dogs lived happily ever after. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear it. If you or any listeners ever find yourself in Belfast, I will take you on my own Titanic tour. It's a lot like the Puffin tour that you went on where there were no puffins. Well, my. So when you take people on the Titanic tour, there's really not much to see. My Titanic <laughs> tour it basically involves me taking you to the Titanic Visitor Centre, finding a registered yeah. tour guide, and going, hey, take it from here. If you enjoyed the podcast, rate us, review us. Not even like, not even on Apple or anything. No, just, just yourself. Just to yourself in yeah, the kitchen yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's loads more episodes. <laughs> Who knows what we'll talk about next time? Who knows? And there's one happy takeaway from this, and that is this is the first time we've ever done the episode where no monks got murdered. There we go. That deserves a clap. No monasteries, no monasteries got ransacked in the making of this yeah. particular podcast. I've been Shane Todd. I've been Hazel Hayes. You do that. You you do the and until next time you do that. Yeah, I think you're better at that. Okay, but we're gonna leave all that in. Oh uh, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. And until next time, we're not fucking historians. I thought you were going to say until next time, remember, we're not fucking historians. You completely blindsided me with that and I, I've just been left out. Oh, should I do it again? Yeah. And until next time, remember. We're not fucking historians. You're supposed to do that at the same time. I thought, oh. <laughs> Let's just leave it here. Cheers. See you next time. We're Not Fucking Historians is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.